Welcome back to the Pursuit of Property podcast. Today we've got on investor, realtor, mentor, Benny Clay. Benny, how are you, man? I'm doing good, guys. How are you? Doing great. I mean, we've had this podcast going for a little bit and ever since the very first episode that we just threw on Facebook Live, we knew we wanted to have you on. So I'm super pumped that we got you on today to talk about networking and a little bit of that stuff related to out-of-state investing. So thanks for being on here today, man. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I miss you guys. This is going to be fun. <laughs> you miss us. We're right across the hall. Yeah, I feel like I don't see you guys anymore, man. But it's, it's, it's good to get, get in here with you guys and see your new office, see you guys thriving, man. This is fun. This is cool. Cool, man. So um, one of the topics that we had, so you could talk a lot about a lot of the different things we talk about on this. You, you do out-of-state investing. You do local investing. You're a local realtor. You're like us on steroids to a sense. So we wanted to have you come in on the thing that we felt you are head over heels better than us and the majority of the people we know at. And we concluded that would be networking. Yeah. So, you know, you come off, my, I think my dad put it the best. You're the cool kid who is always nice to everybody. That's exactly right, man. I would, that's exactly how I would describe it. You always, you've got the, the, the suave, you fit in with like every group, man, I swear, <laughs> but you've done a good job of introducing yourself and being like, uh, out there and talking to people. So we kind of want to talk with you about that today. Yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's dive into it, man. Well, perfect. So let's talk a little bit. First off, you got into the business only a few years ago and you only really started getting into out of state investing and investing about two, three years ago? No, I would say out-of-state investing is actually brand new to me. I started in September when I flew out with you guys to see your guys' package that you bought because I was always interested in doing that. Kind of what uh, got me in out-of-state investing and thinking about it more heavily was when COVID hit, all these laws in California kind of were on pause and I was mm -hmm. going through some of that. I had just bought two rentals here in Fresno and uh, never had any issues, but I was seeing other people have issues and I was buying houses with landlords, tired landlords that were having issues through COVID and mm -hmm. not be getting their tenants out and having problems with all that stuff. So looking at it and studying it and really thinking about California as, a, as an investment opportunity for me, as far as rentals go, I was thinking to myself, it's a pro tenant state. It's one of the worst pro tenant states in the United States here in New York are the one, one and two. And it's going to get worse. It's not going to get better. And I think COVID sped that up even more. Yeah. And so I started getting nervous about if I'm going to spend all my time and energy and in investing in and accumulating rentals to get more passive income coming in, because that's my goal, that I really need to think about this. And I saw you guys do some stuff in Indiana. Mm -hmm. Jason, you know, uh, did, has done some out-of-state stuff and had some success. And so I started doing some research and... You know, I thought to myself, I'm gonna go check out Indiana because Indiana was the number one landlord-friendly state after I was doing my research, and I was like, wow. I was like, I already got people I know that's investing, so why don't I go take a look at it and, and see what's going on? So that's kind of how my thought process was on starting that mm -hmm. out-of-state investing, and that was just in September, so I've only been doing it for about nine months now. Okay, and at this point, how many units do you own out there, and how many projects have you done? So I own uh, six rentals. I'm closing on an Airbnb actually next week. My first Airbnb, it's less than two miles away from uh, Notre Dame. Really excited about that. Never done an Airbnb <laughs> nice. before, so I'm kind of stepping out That's of my comfort. Sweet. Yeah, so I'm going to try the short-term rental thing, see how mm -hmm. that goes. And I currently have three flips going out there right now. Okay, so, so you're at 10 projects pretty much. 10 projects, yeah. Good yep. for you, man. Yeah, yeah, so things are going really well, man. And let's talk about 
we, we wanted to focus a little bit on networking and I want you to talk to us a little bit about how you found that first deal out in Indiana and how all of that kind of came together. Cause I think it's a pretty cool story. It wasn't off Zillow like ours was. And it was, uh, I, I want you to tell us a little bit about it. Sure, sure. So when you guys said you were gonna go out there and visit and I had been doing some research, I'm like, I'm gonna go out there with you guys. So I got on the South Bend Mishawaka's uh, investment Facebook group and started asking a bunch of questions. Say, hey, I'm flying out in September. I wanna meet a bunch of people. I'm an investor. I wanna start buying rentals out here, you know, please reach out to me. I'm looking for contractors, uh, wholesalers, anybody, any other investors to meet with just to, just to, you know, start meeting people. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, this older lady reached out to me and said, Hey, we, ha- me and my husband are getting older. We're looking, you know, we have a house in Florida. We travel there during the winter time and kind of getting tired. We have these three duplexes. Do you want to come take a look at them? I'm like, absolutely. I was like, wow, this is crazy. I haven't even flown out there yet. Never seen south bend before and these people reached out to me through facebook and so when we got out there we all you guys saw the we duplexes went you, yeah. you went with me i brought you guys and our you know contractor deb you guys had already been talking to and jason's already used before and so i could run comps and make sure i was knowing what i was getting into and uh you know 30 days we went and saw the properties i we went and walked them took pictures i got contract i got bids from the contractor deb and then took jen um out there who is my um real estate agent out there, my mm-hmm. broker, and ran comps to make sure I was making the, a good decision here. Ended up working a deal out and bought those three duplexes for $145,000 total for all three. So six units for $145,000. Yeah. And they each unit rents for 800 bucks. Jeez. So got a, I got a pretty good deal on that. So, so backtracking, before we even got out there, because I didn't actually know how you found these. I, Cade was saying like, oh, you know, Benny got his deals from like, like online, like on Facebook or something. <laughs> he was like, they like met on Facebook or something like that. And I was like, oh, crazy. So you got onto the Mishiwaka South Bend uh, real estate investor meetup group um, yep. Facebook page. Did you just post or were you DMing people? How did I you? I was posting and then this lady DM'd she, me. She DM'd you. She DM'd me. Oh, man. And I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. And then so I got on the phone with her husband, mm-hmm. started having some conversations and they were telling me what they were wanting to do. And I said, man, why, you know, it sounds like a really good opportunity. I'd love to, you know, make an offer on these, but I'm flying out there. I'd like to see them first and meet you out there and meet you in person. And Mm -hmm. I only like doing deals with people I like. So you seem like a nice guy and let's see if we can make something work. Met out there and then took me about two or three weeks after that for the negotiations to get the price that we both could agree upon Mm -hmm. and and get the right deal, but ended up working out. It was a, it's a pretty cool story. Yeah. And I know we've heard a lot of people say every single meetup we've gone to is the phrase, your net, your network is your net worth or kind of flipped your net worth is your network. However you want to say it. Yes. Um, And I know Scott and I, both our stories, our stories of getting started in real estate can be attributed to networking. What do you think is the most important aspect or most important thing about networking in this business? I think treating people the way that you'd want to be treated so that you know, you, you'll get the best response that way and being intentional when you're networking with people. You know, if you come across as, you know, let's, let's, let's rewind a little bit. So going back to high school, I was always the guy, like you guys said in the beginning, that was friends with everybody. I had friends at every single school was always nice to everybody. It's just my personality, number one. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just intensified that, multiply that, and use that now in business. So 
because of all those relationships, people trust me, like me, and, and people want to do business with people they trust and they like. So if you come across very genuine, be yourself, and treat people like you want to be treated, it'd be, you'd be surprised at how far that could go. Yeah. And so I've always taken that mentality going through business, and it's helped me out a lot in everything that I've done. Investing, selling real estate, just having friends and, and, and networking with, with whoever, and I've always taken that with me, and it's, mm-hmm. got, you know, it's helped me out a lot. Gotcha. Out of, out of the majority of deals that you've done and business that you've done, both as a realtor, investor here in town, out of state, how much do you think can be trickled back or attributed to networking as opposed to another avenue like mail or Do you keep calling? that KPI? I do not keep that KPI, but I would say 95% of my oh, business yeah. is easily my network and my net worth, if not more. Yeah, um, I've gotten better at mailing and creating more leads and opportunities, and I've gotten deals from that. And I'm tr- trying always to get better at that. But when I look back at everything and really realize it's all about the networking, you'd, mm-hmm. you'd be surprised on how much of my deals come from that. Yeah. When you're networking with somebody, you said something about being intentional. When you're networking, kind of what what's your mind space when it's like, hey, I'm networking because this is for business versus I'm just having a conversation with a friend? You know, it, it could turn into both. You'd be surprised because I have a lot of friends that have a lot of money that I grew up with that, you know, families that are pretty big here in town and always keeping that line of communication open and telling them what I'm doing on top of just being a good friend and hanging out and just, you know. But when you tell people what you're doing and and they also like you because they've known you for a long time, it's kind of a recipe for success. Everybody wants to help each other out and get better and and, and make and honestly make more money. How can I help you make more money? You help me make more money. We create a win-win situation for each other. Right. How can you go wrong with that? Right. And when you're being genuine with all these people, asking them how they are, how their work is, how their families are, they're going to reciprocate that with you too. So it kind of, it, although it may start being personal, if you're asking them about work and how they're doing, they're going to ask you the same thing and you can, and it goes right into it. It, it goes hand in hand. Yeah. It really does. It just keeps it nice and smooth. Yeah. You know, the conversations always start out, like you said, how's the family doing? How's friends? And then you bring in, how's work going? And they ask you the same thing and then it just kind of naturally flows and they go, really, that sounds kind of interesting. You do investments? Really? I'd like to know more about that. And you kind of just start getting into conversations. You yeah. just be surprised where things lead, you know? Yeah, because I know, especially when, I know when I started on the on the Clayson group, when you and Jason were always instilling on in us, like, hey, are you guys going to this meetup? Are you guys going to go to this meetup, whoever's hosting this? And yeah. it was always emphasized that the networking part is is the biggest thing go and meet these other investors see yeah. what other people are doing and build your network and so i remember that uh, that always sticks out in my mind and i'm I, i'm always taking that when i hear of a networking event and stuff like that especially how important it is to just go out and meet people yeah. it is it is because you, like and, and also being intentional i mean by like when you're going to those networking events who are you wanting to talk to? Are you talking to private lenders? Are you talking to other investors on how they do something certain that you're trying to do right now? So if you know those things up front, then you know you go target that person and try to, you know, try to have a conversation and see where the conversation leads. Yeah. Now, when you're networking with people, I mean, like, you're in a business filled with networking, but say, like, somebody else who's not, maybe they have, like, a nine-to-five or something like that, um, we've already talked a little bit about like meetups and things like that. What, what would be maybe some suggestions that you could make for them to 
meet more people in a way that's like intentional and actually gets them those relationships that we're talking about. I'm going to be honest with you, social media, man, social media is very powerful. I, I can't begin to tell you that that's already the future. Everyone says that is the, that's going to be the future. Well, it's already here. If you're not on social media networking on there, so jointly. So if you want to be an investor, whatever city or state that you're in, they have several investment groups right on Facebook. You just join it, start asking questions, start talking to people. I feel like that's the best way to do it. That's for, especially being an out of state person. Yeah. Not local, but out of state. You're trying to do something in another area. That's the fastest and easiest way to meet somebody and get to know people, in my opinion. Yeah. And it's crazy because Scott just yesterday and me with my flip earlier this year, when you and Jason sat us down, I think the middle of last year and, and really told us to push that social media avenue, both of us have had multiple deals, multiple referrals literally just come exactly from social media someone swiping up on a story or sending a dm and it's crazy how powerful that that can be yeah i think that's important but now the other thing i wanted to bring up too because it just I, I was just thinking about it when we flew out to indiana benny was the only one that had set up like multiple mm -hmm. different people to meet with and yeah. like they came to like lunch with us there was the wholesaler there's a few people so when you're reaching out like how are you like Say you're like DMing somebody. What are you saying that actually gets them to come hang out? Because I get a lot of, I'll send a lot of messages and sometimes I won't get any response at all. I, I do too. I'm not going to lie. I mean, sometimes you reach out and people are friendly and aren't friendly, but that's part of reaching out, right? right. You're, you're, you're never going to connect with everybody. That's impossible. So knowing that going forward, you just got to be intentional. The people that do respond and that you get a connection with are the ones you want to go meet because those are the people that are probably interested in helping you out. The ones that aren't connecting with you are probably either too busy or whatever. And so that's a waste of your time, right? Gotcha. So it's, 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 it's hit and miss. But I mean, being intentional is, hey, I'm flying out, man. I'd love to meet you. Do you have time to sit down? I'll buy you lunch. <laughs> you know, offering to buy lunch and hang Free out. Food. Well, I mean. Bringing value to them. Bringing value, value to them. You know, what are you doing? I'd love to get some deals from you. Maybe we can help each other out and work. This is what I'm, gonna, this is what I'm looking for. Do you get deals like that? Of course I do. Here, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'd love to meet with you. Yeah, you know, let's go sit down and have lunch. Yeah. So, when I when I went there, I wanted to meet as many people as possible. So I tried to reach out as many people as possible, and whoever responded and, and I I kind of met with, and it, mm -hmm. it all worked out. It all works itself out. I feel like at the end of the day, if you're intentional. Yeah, yeah. I think the value add piece is huge, and Scott and I have started to see it as we've been posting more and more people reaching out to us, just like you and Jason were talking about is when you are networking and reaching out to these people that you've got to provide some sort of value to them. How can I help you in your business? What are you, you know what I mean? So yeah. that right. you get that avenue and that communication going instead of just going in there cold Turkey and not getting, you know, any responses or just having bad conversations. You know what I mean? Yeah, never ask for something up front, always offer something up front. And then you'll, if, if they're, good people and they don't want to network with you, yeah. they'll reciprocate it back. Right. Remember right. you, you, you get what you give. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you got to give first and not expect anything in return. And then trust me, it'll all come back tenfold. Yeah. How are you finding your deals out in South End right now? Is it mostly from lead generation or is it from kind of connections you've made? I'm going to be honest with you. It's a lead generation. Um, out there, uh, I uh, send postcards and I've been targeting people. I have a cold caller calling and uh, that's been very, very successful. Um, I've been talking to a lot more people out there than I talk to here. I find out here um, people are, are, aren't as easygoing. 
They're more rude, harder to talk to on the phone. Over there, I don't know what it is about Indiana. They're just, it's a slower going state, I feel like. People are a lot nicer, easier to talk to, mm -hmm. more welcoming. So the conversations are a lot easier, and I feel like I get a lot further with sellers over there than I do here. Really? It's pretty interesting. Hmm. Yeah, we've that's something we've talked about a little bit. We've experienced it, but not not nearly as much as you Yeah, have. yeah. And so we know that those three duplexes, those six doors originally came from networking, joining the Facebook group and just shooting messages in there. What would you say is your coolest networking story, your coolest networking deal, something that came out of networking for you in the business that you think was important to you or your journey in real estate? What's been like a cool story like that? Oh, that duplex story is pretty cool. Um, I would say, I would say, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. My past relationships from from high school and 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 nourishing those relationships. I have some private lenders that know me for a long time, past coaches, past friends, that uh, have lent me money to help me do investment deals. I think uh, that's that's been a pretty cool story mm -hmm. and 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 helped me out a lot in my investment part of it um and then just i guess being intentional and when you're intentional with stuff things come back to you and and uh yeah i don't know i don't i, I don't know i think this that duplex story is cool and again just my my just keep my relationship from high school and yeah and going and, and that kind of stuff so i mean not to be egotistical but it speaks wonders that i got into the business because i was a barista and you were nice to me i mean like <laughs> like but we laugh but like a lot of people aren't nice to like you know, somebody who's just handing you your drink through the window. And a big reason why I even felt comfortable, like asking you if I could come work with you was because you were nice to me when you had no reason to be, you know, I, I attribute that to my, but growing up, you know, my family always taught me to treat everybody the same. Nobody's better than anybody else. Doesn't matter if you're the bum on the corner or the richest guy in town or anything in between. Mm -hmm. You treat everybody the exact, the exact same. And I was always taught to respect everybody. Mm -hmm. So I think that's helped me a lot with along with my natural personality. I think of talking to people. Yeah. Very natural. At, I think I think kind of goes hand in hand. It's yeah. helped me get where I am today. Yeah. yeah, I can attest both you and how I got started by meeting your mom, your yeah. mom's own, like the exact <laughs> same way. She is one of the most genuine and cool people that I've ever met. And that came through networking. And so it's just really cool to see you, not only you, but others in your family and being raised like that has led to your success and your network and yeah. how you're going to raise your kids and you know moving forward like that treating other people the way you want to be treated whether you're networking or regardless of what you're doing oh, thanks awesome. man i appreciate that man yeah so kind of going back you now have some stuff out of state you have do you have anything in town anymore i have two rentals in town currently and i am wholesaling currently here in town i'm trying not to and i have a couple flips going on um I'm not trying to buy too many more rentals here. I'm really concentrating in Indiana. Mm. I've actually um, gonna try to graduate up to do multifamily. So I, my background's in multifamily. Uh, you guys know this, but yeah. my family owns about 1,200 units here in town. I worked for them for about 13, 14 years before I switched over to myself and went out on my own. And so I, I wanna get into that. And my goal is to get you know passive income coming in and not have to worry about selling real estate the rest of my life. Yeah. yeah. So what's next for uh, Benny Clay, the Clay family? I mean, what, what are you guys hoping to do over the next 
say five to 10 years? I want to acquire at least 500 units in the next five years and maybe get to two to 3,000 by the next 10. Jeez. So um, that's my goal. Um, and I want to graduate up to that. I've kind of started networking with other people and listening to podcasts with bigger people that own four or 5,000 units and learn how to syndicate and put deals together. I think that's the next step for me. I think me getting my beak wet with flipping and buying, you know, ones with single family stuff, just how the whole investment process works. Mm -hmm. I've built, you know, before, so I've got a big, uh, you know, construction background, understanding yeah, that a, a breadth of knowledge. For yeah. Sure. And property management. I'm very good at that. Cause I did that for so long and overseeing so many units. I understand how that all works. So I think the next step for me is getting up to that level. I, that, that, that'd be the next step for me. Gotcha. You said you're listening to podcasts. You're talking with people of that level. Um, have you looked into any of the masterminds or anything like that? I mean, that's the next step of networking. Yeah. I'm kind of looking into a couple right now. Um, so I'm looking at that avenues, you know, they cost different, you know, every, every different networking event costs different amounts of money. So I'm just kind of looking at what kind of fits me mm -hmm. and uh, looking at that. I think that's the next step for me too. I want to surround myself with those types of people. Do Sweet. It. So for somebody who is maybe like a Scott or a Cade before we got started in the business, somebody who is interested in real estate, has no idea where to start. We talked about a little bit the mindset you need to have when you're networking it when not expecting anything in return. And I think a lot of newbie people have a hard time getting and, getting and past that. People. Yeah. It, yeah. And even experienced people feeling like they're they're owed something if they reach out um, and stuff like that. What would be your advice for somebody new, experienced, struggling with getting past that roadblock and just kind of networking? advice for somebody who's looking to grow their business i would say go in with an open mind right be intentional at, surround yourself with the people that you think you have a connection with and that could help you and don't expect anything in return if you go with that mindset somebody will help you i guarantee it because there are nice people out there that do truly care about people and that would love to help you mm -hmm. but if you expect something in return i swear even though you don't mean it that way it rubs off on you and people can read that. Yeah. And so you need to come. Yeah. I would suggest, you know, don't expect anything in return. Come being humble and helpful and wanting to learn. I guarantee you, you'll, you'll, you'll do just fine. And if you're struggling to come up with an idea of the people that would be like that, all the guests on our podcast are all people that we've gone to and, and they've been more than happy to reach out. In fact, it's almost like you're doing it right now. Like you have nothing to gain from coming on the podcast, except you get to share what you know with a whole bunch of people that you might or might know. Or yeah, might I wanted know. To, and I love you guys, man. Oh, uh, we appreciate <laughs> it. I mean, we're, we're, and we're pumped to have you on too. Oh yeah, yeah, no, it's been a long time coming. I'm glad to be here. Well, awesome. Well, Benny, thank you so much for coming on this episode in season three and talking about networking. I mean, you've been an integral part of both uh, Scott and I's lives and our careers so far, 100%. and so. We appreciate you more than you know, and we're really excited and grateful that you were able to come on today. So yeah. thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us on. I've been having me on. I really appreciate it, and uh, it's fun to watch you guys grow. I mean, being a mentor and watching you guys' success makes me happier than any money could ever make me happy. So I just want to let, let you guys know 
congratulations. I'm happy for you guys. I'm always here for you. Well, you know, you, we are permanently indebted to you. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and real quick before we wrap up, Benny, you talked about the power of social media. Where can people find you? Instagram, Facebook. Where, where can people find you? Uh, Benny Clay and the Clayson Group. Just look up those two names on either platform. You'll find me, and uh, I'll, I'll be in touch. If you reach out, I'll definitely respond. Perfect. All right. Thanks, Benny. All right, Appreciate guys. You, take bro. care. Thank you.